Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. These people need to know who the hell's in charge here. What the rules are. Hey, it's Chris Hardwick. I host Talking Dead and Talking Preacher and Talking and Talking Talking and Talking Things. And you're listening to Walkers and Talkers, the only talking show I don't host. With David Brody and Jamie. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode one. Uh, what is it, Jamie? I believe 181. You are correct. Episode one, <laughs> 181. I'm David Brody from Elvis in the Morning Show. That's Jamie from Light FM. If you are new to our podcast, you can follow us at walkers underscore talkers at David Brody, that's B-R-O-D-Y, on all social media, and at The Talking Jamie. Yes. Uh, on all, all social media. We finally got to see the finale of season 10. It oh, took long. thank It took God. long enough. Uh, <laughs> thanks to COVID-19, we had to wait many, many months. We backed up the season for this. We'll break down the episode, but your initial thoughts, did you like the episode? Was it worth the wait? I loved it. I really did. And I was, cried about three times. <laughs> did, did, okay. Uh, so you you did cry. Okay. I, uh, I always cry at the finale. <laughs> you always cry, though. So I, I'm not sure I that do. that's... Okay. All right. Well, I didn't cry. There was emotional moments, but there, you know, spoiler, there weren't any big deaths. No offense to the one person that died. Oh, uh, yeah. I felt it was lacking in death. And I, and I, I will we'll address that. Let's talk about the other stuff going on in the Walking Dead universe before we break down the episode. Okay. Fear the, Fear the Walking Dead returns Sunday night, October 11th. We are taping this on the 9th? Yep, right? Friday the 9th. Friday the 9th. I, I'm not going to swear it. I'm going to get it edited and posted in time. So you may <laughs> get this on the 10th uh, or you may get on the 11th in the morning. Just know that it's if you're hearing this after the fact, you missed it. Go back and watch it. Did you watch the Walking Dead Universe preview special? The big crossover yes, event? Yes, I did. All right. I haven't watched it yet. I, I have to be honest. I kind of skimmed a little bit. But for the most part, yeah, I got some good info from it. Yeah. You did? 
was yeah was, just you know characters being asked who do you look forward to seeing the most as a backstory like it wasn't anything groundbreaking i'd say but you know it was kind of like interviews almost right. felt comic-con panel style okay uh comic-con's going on right now right new york comic-con I know. I aren't you sad we're not I there? We should be there tomorrow together. Yeah, we, That's we were where there last we year. Be. It was great. Back when people could see each other before the yeah. uh, the pandemic Walker apocalypse. Uh, yeah, so it's all online. I haven't checked it out yet. I haven't looked. I didn't even request passes to to view it. You know, as a media person, I just I don't know. I'm just I'm blah. I'm blah about it. Like I'll, I'll read about it. I'm really bummed Someone out. Someone will post a video. Yeah, it's I'm just ah. all right. Uh, so, all right, some, some good news for Walking Dead fans. The comics, we told you this oh, a couple of months ago, that the comics are going to be re-released in color for the first time starting yes. in October. Well, the first issue of the Walking Dead comics came out on October 7th, a few days ago. Ooh. I watched some videos online of people reviewing it. They look beautiful. I mean, the, old, the original comic yeah. I was using black and white, which was cool and all for a zombie apocalypse. But these feature a section in the back called the cutting room floor. Behind the scenes looks at what Robert Kirkman, who created the series, was going to do. Alternate deaths and storylines that didn't happen. And uh, all kinds of bonus material. So I believe the first episode came out. Uh, people are reviewing the first three already, which means some people are getting them. They all look great. So if you're into the comics yeah. or want to get into the comics, you can either read them in the original black and white form or you can just start fresh now and read them in color. How about that? Love Jamie, it. let's talk about the uh, Daryl and Carol spinoff. You have some information on an Angela Kang interview recently talking about it. I do. So she said the spinoff is going to be like a road show. And she said that even though it's still three years away and we don't have a title for it, they have more of a sense of a direction that it's going to take. She said there's been a lot of talk for a long time about a Daryl and Carol spinoff. And so that was something that they were actually working on in advance of even the news about the show ending, which I thought that was really interesting. I saw some word Norman Reedus said they originally had planned to leave on the big show and then come back from time to time and check in on everybody. Like, they, they were wow. going to leave anyway, which I found no. interesting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Sorry, I didn't I'd mean to cut so you upset. off. Sorry, I just, <laughs> no, just remembered that. No, that's fine. Yeah. So anyway. I'm really glad that they're they're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, but had they done it before, um, we would have gotten two shows out of them. You know, but they wouldn't well, have been around for, they wouldn't have been around for the Whisperer War, I guess, or, any, you know, and all the stuff that Carol's done. So, yeah, no, I'm glad they didn't leave. I'm glad they leave. Sorry. Me too. Yeah, you were saying. And then Angela, Angela said the spinoff is going to be very different from The Walking Dead itself, telling different stories in a very different style. They're going to be on very different journeys. And basically, Norman described it as a very different type of show. It's about the two of us going to see what's left in the world. Huh. You know. All right. Going, going on the in road. In interview that Norman did with Digital Spy, he said the show's about hope in a different way. Uh, it's a hopeful and new format. He seems excited about it. Maybe he was getting bored with the old, you know, war with a, a different group kind of thing. He said, somebody yeah. asked me ages ago, how do you see the show ending? And I said, everyone dying and Melissa and I get on a bike, we take off and we go see who's left. <laughs> I'm wondering if the spinoff is because he made that comment years ago and if everyone is going to die. Now, I got into an argument oh, with someone on, oh, on uh, Twitter last week because I had made a comment when The Walking Dead announced the spinoff, and I said, hey, that's sad because everyone on the show now that isn't Daryl and Carol will be dead to us, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Right? Even if they don't die, I said they're either going to die or they're just, their stories won't be in front of us. So we'll be shown that they're going to go on living in common at the Commonwealth or whatever they're going to be doing. I have to imagine with the show ending, we're going to start seeing old school season one, two, and three deaths. Like, I think people are going to start getting mm. picked off. Right? Because uh, nobody's dying now. Nobody's dying. I was just going to say, you're right, the finale was lacking in the death department. Not that I want our people to die, but No, it but that's was. what made The Walking Dead great, is that at any moment someone could die. And I think what yes. happened, I think because the show took such a hit when they killed Glenn and Abraham, spoiler, I, but it wasn't yeah. because they killed them, it was because of the gratuitous violence that people, I didn't think it was, I just thought it was, you know, gross, but... I think it turned people off. And because Glenn was the... Even though Glenn died in the comic books that same way, I think people liked him so much as this sweet guy with Maggie that they wanted... Like, Abraham dying was like, wow, we lost a good one. But I don't think they wanted Glenn to die, especially... Glenn hurt hurt extra. (laughs) No, again, the eyeball popped out in the comics. All of that happened. But seeing it and him saying, Maggie, I will find you. And it was so brutal. And Negan enjoyed it oh. so much. So then from that point on, major characters really didn't die very often. Now, I know um, you know people died on the Pikes, Enid and, and Tara, and they were fine, but they weren't... First of all, you didn't see them get killed. And then they were like third, no. third tier. You know, they weren't... like yeah. Tara was there a while, but who really cared about Tara? No offense to the Tara fans. <laughs> and Jesus oh. died because he wanted off the show. Yeah. Right, but there was no like all of a sudden surprise. Eugene gets killed. There was none of that. No. Where in the beginning, everyone was you didn't know who was going to die at any moment. Like, oh my god, everyone was fair yeah, game. Oh, a T dog died. Spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. T-Dog yeah. Died. Oh, he opened the closet. Right, he opened the closet, saved Carol, yeah, and, that was, and then sacrificed yeah. himself so she could get free. But you didn't know he was going to yeah. get bitten. You figured he'd, he'd fight it off, right? There's yeah. none of that now. Because they're so worried about, I think, hurting anyone's feelings or losing someone who's a fan of Rosita, right? They're like, oh, if we kill Rosita, then maybe her Hispanic fans or just his fans in general, right? Maybe we can't afford to lose her. We can't afford to lose Father Gabriel. Father Gabriel dies brutally in the comics. Spoiler on that, sorry. I've heard that. Right? And they teased it a couple of times. So... Uh, I don't want, I don't know what I've given away on this podcast in 180 episodes before this. I know <laughs> he gets caught climbing down a ladder uh, yeah. when the herd is coming in the Whisperer War. They ne- that never happened, but th- th- there is a water no. tower on the show. We've talked about it before, and if you remember, um, I think it was season eight when Rick returns to. I think he's got the uh, the Trash Pail Kids um, with him. What were they called again? The heapsters, the dumpster fire people. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you don't have to tweet us. Fire. So uh, Jadis was with him and they were working with Rick again and they went to um, Sanctuary and yeah. there was a body hanging upside down on the ladder. Yes, you pointed right? that out. That was how back. Father Gabriel died. He hung up, he fe- oh. he, he saw the herd coming with, with Beta and he, he slipped down the ladder, broke his ankle badly and was hanging upside down. Beta walked by, cut his abdomen open and then the walkers oh, ate him. That's awful. So everyone thought Father Gabriel was going to die, especially when he was on the... I don't want it. We'll get to that breakdown. Oh, oh, I thought the same thing. But they're thing. not killing anybody is my point. And I feel like it's yeah. going to be a blood... <laughs> I think not. it's a bloodbath. Anyway, the guy on Twitter was like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what they're going to... You don't know anything. Like, do you even host a podcast? You don't know anything about anything. <laughs> what? Right. And I said, I'm not saying they're all going to die. I said, but if Daryl and Carol go to New Mexico... 
and The Walking Dead is over, you're not going to see Princess. You're not going to see Negan. You're not going to see Rosita and Eugene, right? So that's accurate. They're not all going to New Mexico. They're not all going to fit on a motorcycle. So unless there's a Commonwealth spinoff, which they haven't mentioned, and unless they do those solo episodes, right, in the uh, anthology series, for the most Mm -hmm. part, we're not going to see that world. No, we're not. The Walking Dead is not going to rent Alexandria from those people anymore. There'll be no need to. (laughs) Right? There'll be no need to have the Hilltop House being used as a, as a set, none of, none of that's going to mean anything. So wherever the Commonwealth is, that may be the set. Or if, let's say, let's say Rosita goes off on a journey at the end of The Walking Dead, right? She goes, she goes off with uh, somebody. Maybe then we could show them on the road because they wouldn't need a set, right? They could be, you know, anywhere mm-hmm. on the East Coast. They could be anywhere. Right. Otherwise, a lot of those characters we, we may not really see again. So why not kill a bunch of them? That's what I'm That's thinking what I'm is going to happen. Okay. Yeah. The six bonus episodes, Jamie, you have some information on what's going to be covered in the six episodes coming out early next year, correct? Yeah, so remember Angela Kane? She's like, we have six bonus episodes for you coming out like after January 2021. Right, and you and but... I were like trying to guess what they might be about. Yeah, so these are going to be smaller scale episodes, and they'll tell character-driven stories with what Norman calls an introspective exhale sort of feel in the wake of the epic conclusion to the Whisperer War. Don't you don't, um, don't you hate when actors speak in actor language? I know. When I read that, I'm like, what, Norman, what does that mean? An exactly? introspective exhale <laughs> sort no, of feel. Sort of a feel. <laughs> like, it's a rediscovery of the, I don't, I don't want uh, a rediscovery. Just tell me, you know, make it simple. Right. So anyway, so I believe this is from Angela. She said, "I will say there are really deep dives into characters. They don't have the typical scope and scale of what it would be like a giant finale with hundreds of extras, but we get a really cool storyline the fans will love." She said, "We'll get to see dynamics between Maggie and Negan. We'll see a lot of story related to Daryl and Carol, and where people have been in the past, and a lot of moments fans have wondered about." Oh, that'll be cool. Uh, I, I, get, really I guess with the c- pandemic, smaller scale episodes are probably easier to film. Yeah, and Maggie and Negan, man, I want to see that interaction. Okay, anything about Connie? But like finding out what the hell happened to her? Uh, yes, she said one such moment could explain a surprise return from Connie. Um, because we saw. Uh, well, spoiler. I don't want to go there. We didn't talk about that's okay. <laughs> Connie survived the finale. Guys, yes, she did. If you're listening she to did. a Walking Dead podcast, you probably watched <laughs> the finale already. So we saw her because she was missing the second half of the season. But she said all roads lead to the Commonwealth. The sprawling community behind the white armored soldiers revealed in the season finale. The group is the driving force behind the 11th and final season premiering in late 2021. Okay, so we find so, out about Connie, and yes. uh, we're going to see a lot of the Commonwealth soldiers. Okay. Yes. Which people were calling stormtroopers online that night. <laughs> they did look like them. <laughs> Would you think the ratings for the finale, with everybody waiting for the show to come back, waiting, you know, six months, whatever it was, were about the same as a finale? A little under what uh, you'd normally see in a finale, or a little lower than a finale. I'm kind of sad. My gut feeling is saying they were lower. Well, I would say the combination of waiting six months and the pandemic, yeah. the people not being in their routine, plus I think people may be watching on their own. Like if you wait six months, you could probably wait another day, some people. Maybe yeah. They, maybe they watched online, maybe they're watching for the repeat, but live, watching it, you know, the night it aired at what, nine o'clock, right? Whatever time it was on. That episode had the lowest rating 
<gasps> of any episode of The Walking Dead. Not the finales. No! Every single episode of The Walking Dead. Stop it. Yeah. The bottle episode with Tara and Keith even? Yeah, all, the lowest. No! Yeah, like, oh my god, I'm in so shock. You're in so shock? <laughs> so sh- I, I can't even speak! I can't believe it's the lowest ever! Yeah. Come on! Yeah, so I'm hoping that the ratings for our podcast don't take a dip like that. Oh no! But I'm, I'm sure people will catch up and watch it. I just think people aren't in their routines. And maybe maybe in a uh, pandemic, people don't want to watch a Walking Dead episode. I think people don't know what end is up right now. And they may have just for, plain forgotten. You All know? right. So I want to talk about the world beyond a little bit. We're going to yes. break down the finale episode, even though it was low rated right after this enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, you're listening to Michael Cudlitz play Abraham Ford, or I did play Abraham Ford in The Walking Dead until I got my brain smashed in. You're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Okay, so let's talk about World Beyond real quick. We're not going to break down the episode because we have to talk about the finale of The Walking Dead. Overview of The World Beyond, what did you think about it? You know what? I I did like it. And I, God forgive me, I think Iris is a little annoying. Um, I don't but think that's a God forgive you moment. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel bad because, like, I know she's the main character. But I, I have to say, when the episode ended, I was like, oh, all right. I, I really want to see where this goes. I, I, I liked it more and more towards right. the end. So here's what I would say. When The Walking Dead started, your lead character was Rick, right? He was yes. a, a sheriff. A, he's slinging a gun. He's he was badass, right? Okay. Then they're like, "Oh, let's do a spinoff. Let's do Fear the Walking Dead." And this time we'll have a female leader. And she's and badass. she's ba- right. But the ratings weren't the same. The writing wasn't the same. No. And truthfully, although Madison eventually was badass in terms of how she carried herself, she didn't really have a gun or a weapon or. She didn't have a signature. Yeah, weapon. she was just a tough mom, right? 
Yes, yeah, she's but, just a mom of the gun. But Rick was a comic book character come to life. We talked about this. Yes. That fear was like yes. real life people, and The Walking Dead was animated, over-the-top characters. Larger, right? larger than so life. So then the creators were thinking, well, we had a man, we had a woman. And by the way, Fear the Walking Dead now is pretty much led by Morgan. I'm not saying male versus female. I'm just saying it's not Madison any longer because she, you know, she died. No. Spoiler, Madison died. Oh, well, we don't know if she died. In the trailer for Fear... There's a silhouette that looks like it could be Madison in the jail, in the oh, jail cell. My God, if it is. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I see that, you know what, they need the help. I, I would imagine they'll do anything to get people back. <laughs> now, when they originally announced this, that teenage girls were going to be, or young women were going to be run, you know, in charge of this episode starring, yeah. I guess I was picturing tall, emo, rocker, like badass, <laughs> knife-wielding women who were tested tough and the kind that would lead a show. Uh, so not This that. <laughs> thing felt like watching Stranger Things. You know? But like not, a cast not as good. <laughs> right. I felt like the, the, I, Iris reminds me of, um, what's her name from Cheetah Girls? Right? Like I, 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 I just felt like it was like a Disney show with a couple of young girls and their buddies. Like that, I have to say, I I agree with you. Iris did feel very goody to shoes Disney, like yeah, it was like much. Hannah Montana and her best friend, <laughs> and then the dopey guys they bring along. So who they bring along? Aww. They bring along the nerdiest boy they can find, and the and the oh, outcast Elliot. doofus. <laughs> I want to come with you guys. He's like, I want to come. Right. They and then they establish. I guess he's their stepbrother Felix or he's the guy that the father put in charge as the guardian because he, he yeah. worked with the father in the lab so he it's, it's yeah they put him in charge to protect the girls right so like he's he sort of a pseudo pseudo right he's a pseudo family yeah. member and his yes. badass girlfriend who come on her name is Huck really really the badass well, girl's they're... name is Huck isn't it I, Huck? I know she it is Huck yeah. it is Huck yeah Why co- and that's like his uh co-worker right her name could be like Cindy like something's like silly well, simple she introduced herself to I think Elizabeth and or whoever and she's like I'm Huck long story and you could tell she's very tomboy like very kind of right backwards, so right so I maybe she's the badass female lead I I just I don't want to watch people figure out how to kill walkers again it took two seasons in fear of the Walking Dead for them to get to that point and, you know, they've got spikes on a stick. They're going, a le- what, eight, eight, nine, a thousand miles across country. They didn't, they, they, they couldn't find like any guns. Miles they couldn't find a weapon. None of them know. There had to be an armory there or something. Right. You're supposed to kill a walker by stabbing it in the brain. And the first time they meet a walker outside. Oh, my God. It, Thank you. For some you. reason, this per- she smacks it across the face. Yes. Thank you. I literally was screaming at the TV. She's like, I got this. And I'm like, oh, okay. She's right. got it. And then when I saw she like hit him in the head right. or the neck, I'm like, what are you doing? Right. I don't. So right away, I'm like, I don't understand. I, 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 oh my God, that made me so mad. And that, the whole, I don't know. The, the, the whole premise of the show, I'm not going to give anything away. The whole premise of the show was that there were people living behind the walls and, and how their lives were different. So that I thought, okay, it's like Alexandria where nobody inside knows how to kill walkers because they're, they're living, you know, in a bubble world. This bubble world was certainly much more, it was like a, um, a full-blown complex. They, they had everything they needed. They, they, oh, they had back, it looks like they had backpacks and new school equipment. Like they had, they had banners made. Yeah, like, like nothing was wrong. That shit? Like, I don't know where they were getting yeah. food from. I guess they grew some of it. Me either. Enough, I don't it was know. Like a, yeah. Was it a college campus? I guess it was a 
big college campus with, uh, yeah, with it dorms like and whatnot. And there were 10,000 people there, maybe. Around there. A lot there. of people. And they were going about their business, walking down the street. You know, they had electricity. Everything was fine. And they're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of being in the apocalypse, right? So that that brings us to around where fear is and around where it's around the time. I think it's around the time Rick gets taken, maybe a little bit before Rick gets taken by the by the CRM. Yeah. They did drop an Easter egg that a lot of, that everyone was buzzing about online. Elizabeth, okay. who is she's the villain. She was trying to get Hope and Iris, the two girls on the show. That's a, I don't want to be on un, un, un PC. And I know this happens in real life. But their parents, one of them was. Wait a minute. No, they they both, both the parents both are black. Parents were black. Right. So is is the girl adopted? I'm I'm not I, sure how to. You know what? I, I uh, actually had this discussion in my house. Did he remarry? My, is it the second I, wife? Because they're almost the same age. That's what I they're, said, and it, they they they're acting like they are biological sisters, right. and I'm not quite sure. Yeah, this isn't a Walking how. Dead debate. As much as I'm curious, were both parents half? And half were one of the kids. T- I don't know. It, they kind of, do, the parents kind of do look like that. I don't and know. I thought maybe that was it, but they look, the hope is very different from Iris. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Again, I've, if, I guess they're, I don't know. They haven't explained that, but it's, it's sort of to me, it reeks of, we want to have a, 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 a varied leads in the show, right? We don't want to have two people who look the same. So, yeah. Will make them sisters. But if you're siblings, I mean, hello. Right now, I I grew up with people uh, in my neighborhood where the the couple was the mom was white with red hair and the dad was black and their kids came out. One was black and one of them was white with red hair. So that's what I really. Oh, absolutely. So that's what I thought. Oh, was happening here. But anyway, yeah. I don't know. I I just it, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going off topic. So it did. Throw me a little. Yeah. Also. So speaking of, yeah, speaking of families, Elizabeth, the villain, was talking yes. about her daughter. She was trying to relate to Hope and Iris, make them feel like she's a good person. She's just a normal mom doing her job, right? And she talks about she has a daughter a little older than them, and she's not home a lot, but she works for the CRM. So the yeah. internet blew up, and they're assuming that her daughter is Isabel, the lesbian helicopter pilot. From Fear oh, the Walking shit. Dead. Whoa. Elizabeth okay. is a Isabelle. The names are a little similar. It could be. And so that's I think that's what the crossover might be, is that her daughter, wow. which is why she lives in fear, and she's like, if you see someone in wearing this logo, run. Keep your distance. Yeah. She must know that her mother is is a bad person. So yeah. that's the talk of the uh, of the Ooh, internet. I like that's that. The daughter she's talking about. Because why would you go on and on about your daughter unless it might be someone that we know? That it may pop up in our memory. Yeah, exactly my point. Okay, uh, so overall, I would give it the I give the first episode because it's a it's a building episode. It's you're trying to learn the characters. It's it's a setup episode, right? Uh, so I don't know what episode two is going to be like. I'm going to give it a six, based on the Cheetah Girls thing. Uh, I hope that Felix and Huck become the the leads. And, yeah, but keep in mind, like on Fear, when the kids were around this past season, mm-hmm. there's only so much they're going to do. And if there's yeah, only exactly. four of them, are you going to kill one of them? You're not going to kill one of the sisters. No, you're not. They're the leads. Well, you're not going to kill Iris. She's clearly the lead. So do you, do you kill Hope after she learns to be a better person? Oof. Like once she becomes the moral compass, then she dies? Uh, probably not. It you're... seems to me like the nerd 
in the suit. I feel mm-hmm. like he hangs around a while. I feel like he's like the he's the Eugene. He's in Tuffy Stitch. How I mean he he has to live. <laughs> oh, you know who he is. No, rem- no, Tuffy Stitch. Oh, oh, the clothing, the clothing. It's right. like the material of his clothing, right? Like, where kids fall off their bike and they can't ruin their clothes. Right. So he's safe. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like bite proof. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So we're gonna break down the uh, lowest rated episode of The Walking Dead ever. But I promise you, we'll make it fun. We'll give you a little bit of snappy banter. We appreciate you hanging with us, and we'll do that right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, it's Sarah Wayne Callies. I played Lori on The Walking Dead. And you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Be safe, everybody. And stay in the house like Carl should have. All right, Jamie. Here we go. Uh, Walking Dead, episode 16, A Certain Doom, which was the title of the issue where Andrea dies in the comics. Spoiler, Andrea dies in During the Whisperer War. Um, Andrea leads the walker herd off the cliff and gets, I don't want to, she doesn't go off the cliff, but by leading them off, she dies eventually from something. Mm. So they use that title. So I feel like, and and correct me if I'm wrong or tell me if you agree with me. I feel like knowing that Daryl and Carol get a spinoff ruined part of the episode. Oh, a thousand percent. Yes. Right? Because yes, I agree. Not that I thought Carol was going to die, but if you want me to at least have the drama, the yeah. anticipation that maybe, maybe she goes out heroically. I already know Which, she's not going out. Now, listen, it, if yeah. she had gone off the cliff, then what oh. a brilliant move by telling people there's a spinoff and then there isn't. <laughs> yeah. I, if I hadn't heard about the spinoff, I would have been like having a heart attack watching Carol because she's one of my favorites. But then I, because the spinoff, I was like, well, well, now it's ruined because I know she's fine. She has to be. Right. <laughs> you right. know. So, and and Daryl's not, I mean, we knew Daryl wasn't going to die. Yeah. But it was just one of those where you go, oh, yeah. Yep. I see what's going to come. I see what's going to happen. I see what's not going to happen. Especially when you deliberately put her on the cliff's edge so we would think that she's going over. Right? E- even but if you know she's knew. not. 
even if you know, like, they're not going to kill Carol. It's the thought that, is there oh, is there 1% chance? Is this, how did they keep this a secret? All right. Uh, the episode starts off, we've all seen the first minute. It was in a trailer. They released it months ago. Father Gabriel we talking saw it to like the, 30 times. Yeah, Father Gabriel <laughs> telling the kids not to be afraid. And he, he says that there's five groups. He does the finger thing, right? And he's Makes like, oh, the three communities, which by the way, the three communities coming together. Did we really see Oceanside? Did the actress who plays really. Cindy die? Is she no longer on The Walking Dead? You only yeah, saw two people from Oceanside. And one I didn't even know at all. He said, oh, and the ones coming to get help. They didn't bring help. Eugene's group <laughs> didn't. didn't get help. No. So th- that was like a pumped up scene in the trailer. Like, it oh, was. the five things. Are, we're and, coming and together. Those, we're coming together. Nobody came together. No, they didn't. There was, there was like, no the coming others. together. He <laughs> lied to those kids. He lied. He, did. he, he had to, I guess. It I was very disappointing. Because they, they, they made it look like <laughs> Eugene was going to bring an army of the... the um, the Commonwealth soldiers oh, who are so going to plow not. through the million walkers. Yeah. Uh, Beta is in the herd and he says, begin. Right? Oh my God. So that's when the, all the walkers like got ready and turned. I, but how, if he whispers begin, how did all the other whisperers hear him say that? I, they almost like echo each other. <laughs> like they, somebody says it and then they say it in unison. But like telephone? Yeah, but they were all so spread out. I don't know how the message could have reached everyone. Yeah. By the way, the kid in the suit, what's the what's the suit called again from, from World Beyond? Oh, t- Tuffy Stitch? I want to give a shout out to Colleen Mullins. She's <laughs> uh, Colleen underscore Mullins. She posted a picture of that kid and said, finally getting around to the Harry Potter Walking Dead mashup because he looks like Harry <laughs> Potter. He's got a, like a, um, oh. a little stick in his hand. He kind of does. He's really a cute kid, this kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to read some people calling bullshit on the episode uh, later on. Hopefully I can oh. read them as the oh, things I lo- happen. I, I, I miss a good bullshit. <laughs> yeah, there'll be some bullshit. There'll be some bullshit. Okay, so this was odd. We see Eugene's group. They're all they're riding their bikes, right? Remember that we're yeah. riding their bikes? So after the credits, we see them. Uh, Eugene's on the ground. There's a truck in the road. And he just says, I'm sorry, we're never going to make it now that I fell. Did they cut something out? Did they did they edit the scene where he crashes? Because maybe it looked bad or because they were going to film it and they didn't film it because of the pandemic. So they just edited it. That could be because I was wondering, I'm like, what the hell happened to his bike? What? What? You know, it was all bent. If they didn't want to show the crash, one of the characters would have said, I can't believe you didn't see that truck. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you hit a rock? They would have addressed it. But they didn't address it because there must have been video that explained it, so you wouldn't need to address it. So I just thought that was a there was a terrible edit, whatever it was. I thought the same thing. I was like, there was really no explanation here, and right. now he's really depressed. Right. <laughs> Eugene th- th- was going to quit. We don't have time. And Ezekiel gave him a pep talk, uh, talked him back into it. Daryl and Carol are setting up booby traps on the staircase. I had to turn on the closed captioning because they were whispering and mumbling. Yeah, they were. Daryl says he wishes Michonne told Daryl that she was leaving. And Carol says she would not have wanted you to go with her. She wanted you to stay here and take care of Judith and RJ. Uh, Yeah, I heard Carol say that. And then Carol said something like she said she was going to help people, that they're like us. The people are like us or something like that. All Judith told them then was Michonne went to help a group of people. So she didn't mention the Rick thing to them. Because she probably figured if I mentioned Rick, they're going to go run and try to find Michonne. Yes. You know, they're like, well, Michonne must know what she's doing. 
In case you couldn't make out what they were saying, that's the gist of that's it. That's what they're talking about, yes. Uh, playing the role of Eugene, Luke built a stereo, and they're going to do that whole put a stereo on a truck thing, to which we've seen away. before. But the wagon that they need to put the stereo on is on the other side of the walker herd, right? Of course it is. <laughs> they didn't think to get the wagon closer to the, the hospital before the walkers showed up? You'd think. Now, I know yeah. they didn't know the walkers were coming, but why would you park the thing so far away from the entrance? Yeah, that's the, the equipment's heavy to carry. Right. Also, when they were walking through the herd, did you see any of them carrying big radio equipment? You know what? No. <laughs> so I'm calling bullshit on that. Now, there I didn't. Were, there, there were a couple of backpacks. That's all I saw. But what Luke had in front of him that clearly needed to be transported like was like a big, looked like an old stereo right. system. Right, and they kept like, saying, that had to go. you have to bring all the pieces. Now, the one yeah. backpack, that when we see Beatrice's backpack, it looked like it was stuffed with clothing. There was no irregular shapes. There was no square corners. I didn't corners. see cables coming out. Right. Lydia offers to help. Beatrice says, we'll help, but we're not going if Lydia goes. Oceanside oh isn't ready to trust her. Well, where's no. Oceanside? Why don't you just say you're not ready to trust her? Because Oceanside, where are they? Where's Oceanside? <laughs> There's no one there to represent. Yeah. Then Father Gabriel says, well, that's no problem, biatch, because Lydia's staying back here with me. <laughs> and then Daryl says, we're not all going to make it. Right. You are, because you have a spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> we knew he was going to make it. Right. Right. <laughs> Diane says she has issues with Negan. Because he helped them attack Hilltop. And Carol says to her, I know and I'm sorry uh, to say that, but there's nothing we can do about it. He did what he did. And then she just walks away. So basically what Carol said to her was, he was doing what I told him to do. Sorry if your house got burned down, but I wanted vengeance on Alpha. Yeah, sorry. And so suck it up. And so suck it up, Diane. I'm the star of the show and I have a spinoff. Suck it up, Buttercup. Right. Carol stuck a knife up her sleeve as she prepares to go through the walker herd. Reminded yeah. me when she put the shotgun up her arm. Yes, it did to me too. Uh, Lydia comes up to Carol and she says, you helped me. I-, I don't mind that you killed my mom. She was never really my mom in a way that mattered. So thank you. She says, I hope we can start over or whatever. And Carol says, you need to find your own way, Lydia. I'm not your mom. And she says, I'm not looking for another mom. It doesn't have to be like that. I'm just trying to find my own way. Find out who I am. You can too. Like, yeah, like and I kind of want to be your friend. Yeah, I'm not looking for a mom. Like, don't get all like everyone wants you to be their mom kind of attitude. That, you know that doesn't end well. <laughs> right, right, right. Luke, they do the Walker, Walker guts, guts thing with his girlfriend at some point, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. At that point, did you did you think his girlfriend was still a traitor? Because there was they still like there was still that inkling that she might be another another Dante. Oh, I forgot. You know what? I forgot about that. So they're putting all the walker guts on them. Because, by the way, if you didn't know, if you didn't catch it, Daryl grabbed a walker and pulled him into the building. And they cut him up and they oh, used the walker gross. guts on everybody. Which yeah. is like what they did in the first season with uh, yeah. with Glenn and, uh, and Rick. Rick. Yeah. And then again in season six in No Way Out. Uh, and Father Gabriel, by the way, who uh, he and Negan did it. But he caught a virus. So yes, he did. I guess none of them caught a virus this time. Yeah. Daryl asks Negan why he's clean. Oh, yeah. And Negan says, now, I don't know if Negan was being serious or he was a little bit afraid. Like, I didn't think, I don't think Negan's as brave when he's not Negan with a bat. Yeah. yeah. He says, hey, man, I'm on the top of their kill list. And if Fee-Fi-Fo-Fum sees me, meaning Beta, 
Spader. <laughs> he goes, he wants me dead. And the last thing you people want, you don't, you don't want me standing next to you guys. And then they see me, you know, you don't want that bullshit. And I'm yeah. like, eh, I don't know if I, I still think he's maybe dodging a little bit. He, he so then Daryl says, if you want to be part of this, you need to put your ass on the line like everybody else. Yep. He's like, you know what, you know what, Negan, you killed everybody. You know, you did all the awful things. You got to step up now. You got to yeah. step up. Now, he, he did kill Alpha. I mean, he did step up. So He did, yeah. Okay, so who's going to walk through the herd? Jerry, Magna, Luke, his girlfriend Jules, Kelly, yes. Daryl, Carol, and Beatrice. Now, speaking of Beatrice, mm-hmm. there's a Walking Dead, two guys that do Walking Dead recaps on YouTube that I watch occasionally called uh, Knock Bro Nation. N-O-C-B-R-O. It's two guys. They're very good. But I watched their breakdown of the finale and I don't know how they've never seen the name Beatrice before because obviously they didn't hear it said on the show, but they must have read her name somewhere or looked it up because they didn't remember her name. They uh-huh. kept referring to her as Beatrice. Oh, no. What? They're like, oh, yeah, Beatrice went with them and Beatrice did this. I'm like, <laughs> They never Beatrice. heard the name Be- Beatrice? <laughs> right. Or, or seen it in writing? I, I don't. I mean, really? So I was, I just, I was like, Beatrice, what the, all right. <laughs> uh, Kelly put on a whisperer mask, which I guess they had one laying around. Daryl yep. says goodbye to Judith in the first moment where I bet you cried. Um, oh yeah, by the that, way, was, that was a moment. I, I do want to say we always play Jamie's crying whenever you cry, which is of course by Van Halen. Yes. I want to give a shout out, uh, a, a moment of silence and respect to the man who plays guitar in that song, Eddie Van Halen, who passed away this week, 65 years old. Way too young for anybody, but especially a guitar legend who brought so much amazing music. And absolutely, this is not an exaggeration, if you know anything about him or hard rock and heavy metal music and the electric guitar, he redefined and reshaped how generations will play electric guitar forever. He invented so much. Uh, in fact, when he first started playing clubs, came up with the, the way he hammers and taps and does harmonics. If you know mm-hmm. what that is, then you know what that is. If not, you can Google it. That he would play with his back to the audience sometimes so that no other musicians could steal his technique and see what he was doing. And oh, so wow. generations of guitar players have learned to do that and have imitated and were inspired by him. And so if you're, if you're too young to have known the music, my kids know the music because uh, Hot for Teacher and Jump were on Glee. And so they, oh, they know okay, a couple yeah. of songs, right? So go go take a listen to Eruption, which was off their first album. It's an instrumental. It's all Eddie. That changed the world of guitar music, and uh, it just it did. So anyway, we always play Jamie's Crying. I just wanted to mention Eddie Van Halen since he passed away this week. So there you yes. go. Now, I've made the Star Wars analogy, the Star Wars, Star Trek analogy of the red shirts when they beam down to the planet. Yes. And so looking at that list of people, it was pretty obvious who the red shirt was. Uh, in that oh, group. yes. All right? They put the walker guts on all of them. They open the door to let the walkers in. And they all walk right past them as if they can't sense them. And our guys scooch mm-hmm. out the door into the masses of tens of thousands of walkers. Kelly is with Daryl. Jules and Luke hold hands. They're together. Magna is with Jerry. Now, did you jump when Jerry put his hand on Magna's shoulder? Oh, my God, yes. I, I figured you would. Uh, yeah, a whis- yeah a whisper. I, right. Right. Now, they don't normally put their hands like like um, tap you on the shoulder. But when I saw it, I'm like, oh, Jamie jumped. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like, I knew you jumped. 
there's there's um a whisperer with a big knife who's blatantly holding the knife out. He goes to attack them, and Diane shoots the whisperer with an arrow in the shoulder. He screams with pain, and of course the walkers rip him apart. Oh, they did. They did. Now that I feel like that was to let you know that if you scream in the herd, you're going to get killed. That was oh, laying yeah. the groundwork, right? Now yep. that guy was wearing all black, head to toe, all black. A photo was released a few months ago, which I think we did talk about. It was a picture of the walkers staring at the camera like they were being photographed. Like maybe uh, someone on set was taking a picture of the extras. Mm-hmm. And they were ripping apart that body. And so people were trying to figure out who is wearing all black. Maybe that mm. was Magna. Was it Father Gabriel? Because it was someone wearing all black. So to answer that question, it was just this guy wearing all black that you know they put him in all black. So you'd wonder if it was Father Gabriel or Magna. If it was somebody else, yeah. Lydia's in the tower pointing out whispers to Diane. Like, there's one there, there's one there. I guess she can tell by their movements or what they wear. Mm-hmm. Although she hasn't seen them in months, you know. Father Gabriel tells Diane, don't kill them, just wound them. Because if you shoot them in the head and they die, the walkers won't notice. You want no. them to be chewed apart and draw oh. attention away from from the, their people, the, from our Scooby gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an explosion. Judith goes to the staircase and one of the whisperers tripped the wire that Daryl and Carol put across the staircase and a spike yep. went into his head. It was sort of like Home Alone. It was like a Home Alone <laughs> booby trap. Oof, yeah. And the other whisperers are coming up the stairs with weapons. They barricade the door to hold them off for a little while. Negan tells Lydia, it's not going to end well. You could slip out and get away. You know, like, we're not going to make it out of here. Why don't you go escape? Like, you could go through the crowd. You're a whisperer. Mm-hmm. He gives her a whisperer mask. He says, I'm no hero. And she says, you could be. Like, you know, give yourself more credit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they climb down the rope that's attached to a pole down the elevator shaft because apparently it's a hospital, but they only have one staircase, right? There's only one staircase. So I guess they, so they and slide down the rope. blocked right now. <laughs> right, it's blocked. I'm calling staircase bullshit, but okay. <laughs> do you think at this point, Jamie, did you think Negan was not going to do the right thing? We know in the show he's going to, but do you think he was thinking, I'm getting the hell out of here? I think it for sure crossed his mind because I think he was scared. Yeah, I think he, but I, I, yeah, he's not a knife wielding warrior. Like he, no, he, he's not. He's a leader of people. He gets them to do the dirty work, and then he beats you with a bat. Yeah, but he doesn't have Lucille anymore, and he's kind of you know doesn't have his posse, so he's right. kind of he's not as brave as he used to be. Right. Cut to the woods. We see everyone in the woods made it out okay, except we don't see Carol and Beatrice yet. They're still in the herd. Yeah. Okay. You may notice at this point, Beatrice is wearing a red Star Trek shirt <laughs> under her clothes. I, at that point, I knew uh, something's it's, one of them's not making it out. Because why would you show the two of them, right? And why did you show Beatrice being a dick about Lydia earlier? Yeah, uh, they show right. They show a whisperer yeah. with a knife. Now the whisperer with the knife. How come you're not smart enough like Carol to put the knife behind your back? Yeah, hide it. Because now you're now anybody knows walk through the crowd who you are. Right. So the whisperer tries to stab Beatrice and gets her <laughs> and gets Beatrice in the hand. Carol stabs the whisperer in the abdomen, right? Now, if Carol had just killed the whisperer, yeah. we'd all be good. But she only stabs it, him or her, whatever it was, throws it to the ground so that while screaming, the walkers will be distracted and go after the whisperer, right? Yeah. As the whisperer is falling to the ground, she stabs Beatrice in the ankle and she starts to scream. 
The oh walkers surround her. At this point, they haven't, we don't think they've bitten her. They're kind of like grabbing at her. And she's like, Carol, help me. And Carol was savage. She like didn't even look. Yeah, she's like, Carol, help me. I guess, I figure Carol assumed, what am I going to do? Pull her away from a yeah. hundred walkers and get myself killed? She's you dead. do that. More importantly, yeah. she's not a major person on the show. Yeah. She's literally she's a red wearing shirt. a red shirt. Beatrice's backpack is on the ground. A whisperer grabs it and is walking off with it. Carol, somehow in the mayhem, sees this. Notices it. Right. She approaches yeah. the whisperer, who we realize is Lydia, wearing the uh, alpha mask. Yes. <laughs> so the whisperers are trying to break down the door where Father Gabriel and Judith and uh, Scott. By the way, Scott's going to live forever on the show. He really is because he's so in the background and sporadic that right. like, he's just going to be there forever. Right. We need someone to, like, you know, milk the cows. Oh, there's Scott. We need yeah. three. We need a third person. There's Scott. He, there's, I, I, he's never going to die. I mean, he may die in the final season. But every time you think, like, the, oh, you know what? He's going to redshirt it. Scott's still alive. And you know that's uh, Sasha's husband. In yes, life. I listened to this yes. podcast. I know. And they just had a little baby. <laughs> As opposed to having a big one. Well, I know. They had a little girl. She's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I understand. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, of, of uh, what's her name? Sasha Baron Cohen? What's her name? Oh, <laughs> Sonequa Martin Green. Sonequa Martin Green, right. <laughs> She uh she's in Star Trek now for a couple of years, Star Trek Discovery, yeah. right? Um, yep. Be, due to a lack of television shows filming, CBS All Access very smartly or CBS put Star Trek on Thursday nights on CBS, so you can oh. watch the first season week to week of the show you didn't want to pay for on CBS CBS All Access. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, I almost said Channel Two, but CBS <laughs> is Channel Two in New York, but not in other places. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. You guys can go Google why that is, but... So they're, they're starting to break down the door, and Gabriel says, you guys, get out. Everybody leave. Take the dog, Judith. Now, how did the dog get down the oh. elevator? Did they show that? I don't know, but I'm glad he made it. Was someone... Did that. they have a harness for him I missed? Was someone able to climb down a rope <laughs> while holding a giant German shepherd? So I'm calling... Oh. I'm calling dog bullshit. <laughs> I'm just glad dog made it. Yeah. The gang is in the cart. They're playing Burning Down the House, which I guess was on a loop because that, I think that was the only song that played. Yeah, that was the only thing I heard. So would they have a single cassette? Like, or a CD <laughs> with one song on it? Yeah, the single. <laughs> right, so the walkers turn away, and Beta's like, what the hell's going on? Where are my walkers going? Yeah. Right? Notice that it was daytime when the cart drove away and the walkers were following them, and then the next time you see them later, it's nighttime. It was pitch black out. Are you telling me that eight to ten hours went by and none <laughs> of the whispers ran around and caught up right, to the cart? Right, exactly. Agreed. It just seemed weird to me that that was the case. The whispers throw a flashbang into the room like a smoke grenade and some guy dies. Did you notice that? Yeah, they did, but it was a red We don't know who he is. Yeah, just some... Oh, yeah, that was it. Behind them, our gang is walking with the cart with the, the wagon and behind them is the herd. The herd. And I'm still wondering where, where's Beta? Where are all his whispers? They start yeah. moving forward now a day, oh, three days later, whatever it's been. And they're using walkers as shields, which I thought was pretty cool. So that was cool. The gang is shooting arrows at them and they're, they're only hitting the bodies of the, the walkers. The walkers. So they're like, oh, this isn't working. But here's my question. You outnumber the whispers, at least the ones that are showing. Couldn't you have just run up to them and start like a knife fight with them? 
I mean, technically, you could have attacked them. You oh, yeah, they were right there. Right, and if you ran towards them, I have a feeling they would have dropped the walkers, right, to get ready to fight. That's when oh, you could yeah. have shot them with the arrows. Exactly. They don't do that. They run off into the woods. The whispers jump on the cart, and they smash the radio. I guess they couldn't find the off switch. Daryl calls Father Gabriel on the walkie, says the herd's coming back. He assumes they've evacuated. He's like, I, I guess they've probably evacuated by now, which they, they hadn't fully because Father Gabriel was still there. Right? Yeah. Daryl says, we'll pick off the skins one at a time. And Lydia says, I, I know how to lead the herd. I'll lead them over the cliff. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, my mom, my mom taught me. Right. Father Gabriel sends everyone down the rope. It's just him. And um, he says, tell Rosita a, a story about a half an orange and she'll know. Did, do you do you remember a half orange story? Did he give her some proverb or something earlier about Sadiq? About half an orange? I probably, and I zoned out. All right, so I don't here's what I'm going to do. Reference. I'm going to look it up online. You don't need to tweet me, but look it up yourselves because I can't tell you what it meant. Because I didn't look it up. Yeah. I forgot to look it up. I At this point, did you think Father Gabriel was a dead man? 100%. I literally started to tear up because I was like preparing myself for him to die right there. Oh, so, uh, I want to just backtrack. I just saw a tweet come in. At underscore Big Al 2K. They called multiple bullshits on this episode, but they just tweeted me a little while ago. It said, I call BS on Iris's weapon. It looked like a rhino horn that would just fall off the end of the stick. Well, that's what it was. It literally was like a, a, a Triceratops horn that Elliot had. But didn't Elliot have that weapon or he gave it to her? He gave it to her? Remember he kept saying, oh, I sneak out the gates. I'm looking right. for something. Oh, he gave it to and her, right. He, he gave it to her. Right. Um, to, to, and she actually just did tie it onto a stick. And, and I don't think it was, was, I don't think it was that sharp, first of all. And second of all, you're going to stick it into the skulls of repeated walkers. You're going to swing yeah. like a baseball no. bat. And that's not going to come off on a little rope you tied. So that's it. I know. So, yeah. So it big, was... Al, big Alex calling bullshit on that. Okay. Let me, let me get back to what I was talking about. Sorry. So he's got the shotgun. Father Gabriel, he pumps the shotgun to get ready, right? Do you remember in season, uh, could have been season eight when Carl was still alive? Spoiler, Mm -hmm. Carl's dead. And they're at Oceanside and a herd of walkers comes in and Carl aims his gun at them. But we all saw he was aiming with his patched up eye. Oh yeah, that was a big controversy. Now most right-handed people will aim with their right eye through the scope, right? Yeah. Okay, and most and there's a majority of people in the world are right-handed. Well, obviously, Father Gabriel is right-handed, and he's only been firing guns since the you know the survivors found him. He wasn't a gun guy. No, he wasn't. As they're breaking through the door, Father Gabriel gets his eye through the scope. He's looking through the scope to aim. As they come through, he's using his his effed up white eye. <laughs> yes, I know. That's I don't know how that works. I really don't. Truly. How, that, now is that like a, an homage to Carl? Like we know we did it. We're doing it again. Uh, but wouldn't the actor know? Wouldn't somebody be like you can't aim with that eye? Yeah, should, someone be like, uh, dude, you can't even see it. Now, if that's his comfort position and he wasn't really looking through the scope, that's just the way he comfortably shoots a gun. Uh, it's mm-hmm. fine. But it looked to me like he was looking through the scope. So I'm calling bad eye bullshit. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I have to. All right, so they bust through, because that's what people do in these in movies and TV shows. He shoots one. He knocks down a couple with the gun. Uh, the whispers knock him down. They pin him to the ground. At that point, I'm thinking, all right, he's going to get his guts ripped open, and they're going to throw him off the roof, and they're going to eat him. Oh, right? I th- yeah, I thought he had a terrible demise. <laughs> and then I th- but, but during that, I'm like, this is not a great death. No one's around. It's not heroic. Yes, he told everyone to leave, but 
They're just going to stab him? That doesn't seem... Oh, you're right. Seem... No one was there. Right. All of a sudden, the guy with the cool weapons, who we now know is not anyone we've ever seen before... Oh, my God, yes. It could be Morgan's son, because she he didn't know Maggie, and she I, doesn't know that... He, so, I mean, I technically... I think he's, he's dead. Well, Dwayne... Right, we talked about this, though. He says he saw Dwayne die, but he, you know, he hallucinated. Yeah, so we don't... And, right, so we he don't know if he... could pop up. Right. but So technically it could be, but it's definitely someone that we don't, not everyone knows because she didn't say, take your mask off. Hey, look who yeah. it is. <laughs> so super knife guy kills all the whispers in the nick of time. Uh, Erica Parry at Erica P31 said, BS how Maggie shows up in the tower. How did she know where they were? The letters she got from Carol from a long time ago. I explained this to Erica on Twitter, but I'll say it again for everybody else. Maggie was with knife-wielding guy, right? Yes. Maggie brought knife-wielding guy. By the way, the letter said there was a huge group called the Whisperers, and they had a horde of walkers. She brings one knife-wielding guy? No, one guy. <laughs> hey, we need help. She brings one dude. One guy. So I'm calling, I'm calling uh, Nick of Time bullshit on, uh, on Maggie. You, yeah. I know the guy's good with knives, but you had nobody else. Your best friends are being overrun by, you don't know I how know. many Whisperers. Yeah. What would this guy have done against all these whispers? Actually, it turned out he did nothing. Because after he saved Father Gabriel, what did they do? Not much. Where were Alden and Aaron and Maggie and Knife Guy after that? And Father Gabriel? Did they run out and start killing whispers? That's the thing we didn't see. No, they just ran to the woods for safety? I, I Then I why'd guess? you bring knife-wielding guy? <laughs> knife-wielding guy was supposed to kill all the whispers. Yeah. So I'm calling knife-wielding guy bullshit. He's like, my, jo- my job here is done. No, it's not. <laughs> Get out there and kill some whispers. Yeah. Hey, hey, knife-wielding guy. My friends are being overrun by some large group called the Whisperers who uh, wear the skins of dead people and have an army at their disposal. You can handle that, right? Oh, yeah, I'll go with you. No problem. You got this, I right? got it. So uh, Daryl kills a Whisperer. Beta sees him kill him. Magnus slits the throat of one. And you hear them in the background killing more of them, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alec, Big Al 2K, also called Bullshit saying, where are all the whispers? Right? There were a lot of whispers at the whisperer camp. Where'd they go? There were a lot of them. Right. And so I said, they tried to give the impression that while Magna killed one and Daryl killed one, you hear them all screaming in the background. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to get the impression that with the horde gone, they're sort of in the clear now. Right? Because they didn't try to turn the horde back. What I don't get is Carol led the horde away. Couldn't Mm -hmm. they have very easily run to the front and got Carol? I would think so. Or done anything to return the herd? Scream? Yeah. Make a noise? I, It just seemed a little too convenient. I'm calling BS on the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but they did want to give the impression that they killed all of the Whisperers, either before Beta, during Beta, or after Beta. Or Master Beta. One, oh, all, one, oh my somewhere, God. Somewhere in <laughs> you're, there. You're bad. <laughs> okay. Negan says, hey, shithead. And he's wearing the mask that he wore when he was a Whisperer. I laughed out loud at that line. <laughs> Beta goes after Negan, not for a minute thinking it's a trap. The guy's just standing there. He throws some miscellaneous walker on top of Negan, right? Knocks him down to the ground oh, and takes okay. out his knife and says, this is yeah. for Alpha. He's about to kill Negan for Alpha. Now, I thought this was kind of a big risk. What if he ran at Negan while he was on the ground and r- rather than giving a speech, just like stabbed him <laughs> right away? Like, Negan took a big risk. And Big Bad Negan lets him throw a walker on him and knock him down. That seemed a little not 
Negan-like. I know. Uh, out of nowhere, Daryl jumps yeah. in the air. Uh, well, first he slices Beta to get him to turn around and then leaps up and jumps down and puts his two knives into the eyeballs of Beta. Now, what was it Negan called him Creepy McTwo Knives? or uh, <laughs> Something like that, right? yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, foreshadowing. He died by the two knives, which, by the way, as I, as I mentioned previously, those knives with the handles were Beta's knives in the comics, right? Yes, I remember you I saying thought, that. We thought Daryl was going to, in the fight with Beta, that Beta would take the knives from him, but he never did, which I guess in retrospect no. he should have because he killed him. Now, this was pretty cool. Beta starts having a flashback to his time with Alpha. He screams with the walker herd around him, pulls his mask off, and they devour him, right? But, but, oh, there's, they, but there's two oh, yeah. realities going on. There's the reality in his mind of the flashbacks, and then he sort of like does a Jesus moment where he puts his arms out like, take me, right? Like, I'm your, I'm your yeah. leader, eat me. Yeah, like he was at peace with it kind of in right. a creepy-ass way because he was smiling. Right. I'm like, what? But he pulled the, the knives out of his own eyes, but didn't Daryl didn't really pull the knives out of his eyes? He did, and then I kept watch- I watched it a few times, and then at the end, like Daryl like gets helps him get it out at the end, right? Because like, I, I, he was I think bit. he was imagining pulling the knives out of his own eyes, but Daryl right. did it with the mask off. Uh, you could finally see his full face. Negan says, "Holy shit! Do you know who that asshole was?" Because <laughs> he recognizes him as the country singer. Now in the in in the yes. comics, they recognize him as the basketball player. Right. Negan is like, knows it's that guy. He goes, do you, do you know who that is? And Daryl says, yeah, nobody like Daryl doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he doesn't care like, at all. Like, you know, Daryl listen to country music. He knows damn well. But but <laughs> but he didn't like he's like, fuck him. Like, I don't care who he was. It doesn't matter to him. Bad guy. He's just the guy who killed our friends. And now he's just another piece of crap dead. But Negan was like, oh, damn, I've been <laughs> I've been talking and hanging out with, with, with you know, <laughs> With so-and-so. With fee-fi-fo-fum, and it's actually that country westerns. Like, what, that would throw you for a loop. If, if, oh, yeah. If you were in a war, and, and this guy was murdering people, and all of a sudden you found out it was Garth Brooks, you're like, holy <laughs> shit, it's Garth it's Brooks. It's Kenny Chesney. It's Jason Aldean. <laughs> like, you, know who I, you know who it would be? It would be, uh, it would be Blake Shelton. It would absolutely be Blake, because Blake's a big dude. It would be Blake and Shelton. And isn't, isn't Jason Aldean, like, he's a monstrosity, isn't he? Oh, I don't, who sings, I don't know. Uh, who sings... Um... I don't know, dude. Oh, God, I listen to Hard Rock and Heavy I don't, Metal. I don't know. <laughs> I was talking about Van Halen before. I don't, I don't I know, know country. <laughs> I mean, I know some of the artists, but I don't know like uh, who the, the big bearded guy is. Like, I don't know. Uh, Cole the honky-tonk badonky-donk guy. I don't know. I don't know. I, I know all the names. I, don't tweet us. You guys know who sings it. You, you guys now know who she's talking about. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, the oh, Trace Atkins. Tra- okay. Yeah, Trace Atkins. I don't know. I'm still thinking it's Blake Shelton. We're anyway, derailing. <laughs> yeah, we're derailing. So, <laughs> yeah. I watched the episode on uh, AMC premiere. So I streamed it on, on Friday night, two days before it aired, right? Which is cool because my AMC yes. premiere isn't expired from last year because I got it mid-season. So you know, I just signed up for that. Did you finally, your cable company let you do it? I finally did. It's like $5 a month, I think. Yeah, I think I paid is- $30 for the year. Whatever it was. Yeah, which is fine with me because then it's hard for me to watch it on Sunday night. So to watch it on Saturday, yeah. I thought it was awesome. Anyway, so it shows me I had like an, uh, 40 minutes left in the show. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. I got 40 minutes left oh. in the show. Uh, so, right, because I'm looking at the stream. It's like, you have 40 minutes left. Lydia 
leads the herd toward the cliff. Carol comes alongside her and says, it's my choice. I finish it. And she starts leading them towards the cliff. Like, listen, kid, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my life, which we know yeah. she's not because she's in the spinoff. Because we knew. She's just about to go over the cliff. And Lydia pulls her arm and pulls her off to the side and saves her life. Now, Erica Parry says she called bullshit. Lydia being able to pull Carol back and them not noticing that she did that. And then not, not them not being seen at all when they were sitting behind the rock. Yeah. I'll give you the rock thing because when you, when you see an overhead of the shot, if you're a whisperer and you're looking straight at a walker, rather looking straight ahead, you wouldn't look down behind the rock. All you would see no. is the back of the rock and you'd be walking straight following the people, the walkers in front of you. So I kind of get did, that. They did have some guts on them left. So, right. Maybe not enough, but they also were kind of talking a little bit. Weren't they? They were. I was getting nervous. They're having a conversation. I'm like, shut up. So that's the part where I'm going to call a little bit of bullshit on them. And if you could have jumped off to the side, like when Lydia pulled her off to the side, why wouldn't you just slowly start stepping backwards? Uh, Yeah. Like, do-do-do, nothing to see here. I'm just walking slower (laughs) than you guys. Like, if she could pull her off to the side, why couldn't she jump off to the side? I I agree. So, I yeah, I don't know why, like, that, that worked. So now we cut back to the woods. Father Gabriel finds Rosita, which no reference of the half an orange, whatever it was. Maggie sees Judith. Now, keep in mind, Maggie has never met that actress before. No, she has not. But she left before the time jump. She knows little blonde Judith. So yes. that was pretty cool. Judith was wearing the cowboy hat, like the sheriff hat. Her father's yeah, hat. So some, she would recognize I, I guess. Carl. I guess that's how, yeah. Lydia says to Negan, you're still here? He's like, for now. Right? And I'm thinking, yeah, for one more season. That's all you have. <laughs> but he said it in like Little House on the Prairie kind of way. Oh, shucks. I guess I'm here for now. Which was like <laughs> a little too sweet for Negan. It, uh, a little bit. All right. Carol asks Daryl if he's good. He says, yeah, it's over. Um, he says, did you get what you want? And she says, no, not really. And I don't think I ever will. And Daryl says, well, you still got me. And they hug. Aw, spinoff. Aw, sp- <laughs> hashtag spinoff. Daryl says, you know, New Mexico is still out there. And she says, maybe someday. So that's clearly where they're headed. They're going to go oh, to New yeah. Mexico. You know why? Because New Mexico is a lot of flat land. They get, it's easy to film there. That's where they're going to New Mexico. She didn't say, yep. let's go to Washington, D.C. <laughs> No, she didn't. Yeah. Uh, I cut to an arm in the woods that looked like it's moving. At that point, you knew it was, you thought it was a walker. You know you did. Oh, 100%. I thought it was. Covered in dirt. It's Connie, right? Oh. So she's been stumbling around for, for who knows, a week. How long? My God. Right. Now, she falls down in the road and a horse is in the background. By the way, the horse has the cleanest legs imaginable. As if the horse has been <laughs> you notice that? bathed and groomed. They couldn't muddy up the horse's legs at oh, all. Oh, man. I'm calling clean horse bullshit. Connie was so muddy. <laughs> yeah, Connie's filthy. Okay. And where'd Virgil get a horse from? He, was, he had to take a boat. I know. Yeah, I thought that too. Where I was like, get, all right, where did unless, this, where did this uh, okay, come from? The only way I'll say is that when he, because you saw him go to Oceanside, maybe they left their horses behind and they were, they were, they cleaned the horses. So maybe oh. I'll give you, he took one. Uh, and by the way, okay. he found a horse that doesn't mind him riding it. <laughs> okay. I'm calling 103% coincidence bullshit that she stumbles out of the woods and falls in front in perfect timing to a guy that wasn't supposed to be there in an area he's not familiar with. Right. Yeah. She and she's. It's been a week since we've seen her, at least, right? 
where she falls out and there he is when everyone else is by the tower. Everyone else is by the hospital. I'm calling ridiculous coincidence bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, the coincidence I'll tell you what would be really great. Was I'll bullshit. tell you what would be fantastically brilliant. Is And they should have done it there, but if they do it when we come back, I'll, remember I said it. She sort of like looked towards him, right? He was on the horse. Yeah. I would have to imagine he originally thought it was a walker, right? I, right? Probably. That's what I thought she was Filthy, at dirty, not talking. But remember, she yep. doesn't speak. She doesn't speak. Yeah. Right. So he must think she's a walker initially. Well, we know he's a coward, right? Wouldn't the horse have jumped? Wouldn't he have gotten afraid? But he kind of stayed there. So here's what I'm thinking. He's not a killer. But if he thinks that's a walker and she can't speak, how crazy would it be if he jumped off the horse and killed her? Oh, my God. That Well, the, the only reason I think that won't happen is because she kind of looked at him and looked him right yes. in the eyes and made contact and then passed out. Right. So that's right, but, only but, a human trait. But she trait. didn't say it. Well, what, if, what if he thinks she's a walker and leaves her? Or kills her. Like, I don't, oh, he's God. not the killing type. That would but how be, freaky would that be? That would be tragic. Right? Like, she makes it out, she escapes, and then he's like, oh, there's a walker. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I pray that doesn't happen. Well, that's why they don't let me write the show. But I think that would be cool. <laughs> anyway, Eugene's group is in the train yard. We finally get back to them. Remember they were going for help? The whole mission was to get yes. help? They didn't even meet them yet. Now, no, they didn't. we don't know the timeline. This could all be happening... You know, two hours before the attack. We don't know. But they certainly don't have time to get back with help. So Eugene's like, it's too late. They're not here. We never should have come in the first place. Maybe they never showed up. Maybe this was all, you know, for nothing. Yeah. Um, Eugene gives one of his speeches. Then then all of a sudden it turns into Fear the Walking Dead. There are people out there. We need to find them. Maybe not the people we were looking (laughs) for. Maybe not within a hundred mile radius. Right? Oh, no. What we built. (laughs) If we, you know. If we assimilate with like-minded folks, and they're like, yes, we all agree. I'm like, this is Fear the it Walking Dead. It was very dead. fear. It was very fear. <laughs> no, we don't want that. Go, wouldn't you go back home? Your friends still need help. They're yeah. like, oh, we're going to go find more people and be friends with them. Well, where? What if everybody like, you home. left, what if everyone <laughs> left, you left is dead? Yeah. Princess says to him, realizing that he only made this trip to meet Stephanie, she says, Man, you are one horny dude. <laughs> that was actually a really funny line. <laughs> uh, all the lights come on in the train yard, and then the uh, Commonwealth soldiers run out and surround them with guns, and that's where it ends in a cliffhanger. That's your big your big ending. Uh, a lot of people who didn't read the comics were like, who the hell are those people? Um, but we fu- they're, they're good people. Spoiler. At least, yeah. at least they were in the comics initially. Who knows? Maybe they won't be. Uh, we don't know. They changed things up. So... Very true. There you go. I am out of breath. Um, oh, me too. We've got two shows to watch now. I don't think we're going to be able to break down both shows every week. So most likely we'll break down Fear and then nitpick World Beyond. And, okay. and the Cheetah Girls. Sounds good to me. Unless it becomes a much better show. <laughs> so there you yeah. go. All right. It's time, Jamie. What time is it? Well, did you take a drink just now? Did you? No. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, what time? Yes. I took a deep oh, okay. breath. I was nervous. Jamie, what <laughs> Jamie Jamie, what time is it? You know what time it is, don't you? What <laughs> Wait, can we do this over? No, this is good. Jamie, <laughs> damn it. Do you know what time it is? You're making me what time is it? It's time <laughs> to, to shut this shit to down. Shut this shit down. I'll I'll line that up. I'm sorry, you're making me laugh so hard. <laughs> 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.